Welcome. You are at Anchored in Hope with Father Larry Richards on this, the 15th of February, 2024, the second day of Lent. And welcome. You got to um, forgive me. I just uh, had a conversation with someone on the phone. They were coming at me, and I don't respond well when people start with me. And I started back, and we got to be bad. Anyway, so and I'm still like, oh my gosh, have mercy. It's one of those days. And uh, right after, I got to drive down to Pittsburgh and then. Uh, fly out early tomorrow morning for Baton Rouge, Louisiana for a men's conference. So I encourage you, um, if you're in the Baton Rouge, Louisiana area or down New Orleans area, come on up to the men's conference this Saturday. And I am an early, early speaker. I get to leave there at 9 o'clock. I'm done at 9 o'clock, and then I fly back home at 1025 in the morning, which is fantastic because I wasn't going to be leaving there till 330 and I was going to get back to Pittsburgh to 1130 and I have to get a hotel and then drive up for the mass. And it's uh, it's way hard. So I'll be home, God willing, back in Pittsburgh on Saturday at 315. That's a much easier drive. They were very gracious to let me do that. Anyway, let's pray. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, great God of love and mercy, we beg you by your power to embrace us in love and help us to know you and to love you and to serve you. Help us, Father, to truly be disciples of Jesus and thus be disciples of you. We have one purpose in life, to do your holy will. Help us to do that even when we don't want to, especially when we don't want to, that we may be your saints we beg you these things, Father, in Jesus' holy name, amen. Mary, Mother of Jesus, pray for us. Good St. Joseph, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, let's uh, pray that I can center here and, and focus on God and what he wants of all of us. I want to, if you watch Daily Mass, I want to go back to the readings today, Um and that's what I want to focus on this first part today of this uh, podcast. Uh, again, we're the reason for hope. So everything we do, it's about doing things God's way. And then we truly become people of hope, even if it's a struggle, even if it's hard, even if it's stuff that we don't think we want to do. We need to know always that doing God's way always gives us hope, always gives us life, life eternal. So it's always, always, always in our best interest when we do the will of the one who created us from nothing. He knows what he is about. He knows how we are created. He knows what gives us peace. He knows uh, what gives us joy. And so when we can take our will and conform it to his will, then we enter into the source of life, the source of holiness, the source of peace. There's no peace apart from Christ. There's no, he's, you know, that was his gift. There's no life apart from Christ. Christ is the one and we need to focus on him. So today in the second day of Lent, we hear this morning, if you went to Mass uh, and that's a great thing to do if you uh, if 
you're thinking of things to do, if it's possible to go to daily mass, fantastic thing to do. If you can't do that, you can always watch the mass later uh, and participate spiritually in it. If, you, if, you're, if you're in an area that doesn't have a mass at a time where you can do because uh, you're going to work or whatever, um, it's just a good thing. So we go back this morning and we're going to chapter Luke chapter 9. Let me pull it up in the Bible here. It's uh, 22, 23, 24, 25. So I'm guessing this is Luke uh, chapter 9, verse 23, of course. And then it says, Then Jesus said to them, or then he said to them, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. So, Jesus is telling us what it is to be his disciple, to be his follower. Huh? And it's very important that we listen to this because, especially in America today, people follow Jesus the way they think they want to follow Jesus instead of actually the way Jesus is calling them to. Again, I promise you people, that Jesus is not a Christian nationalist or a nationalist Christian. Jesus is for all people. Now, saying that, we got to be good citizens, we got to love our country, we got to do all that kind of stuff. Absolutely we do. But God doesn't love America more than he loves everybody else. I'm sorry if that goes, oh, I can't believe it. I'll never watch you again, Father. Okay, then never watch me again. But Jesus, God, loves everybody, everybody. Like when Jesus tells us we must love our enemies, he wasn't kidding. That's why I'm trying to get across that we got to make sure we're listening to Jesus, not politicians, not Christian nationalists, not people who have their own theology. Always, 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 you and I must go back. Is this what Jesus said? Not what the Old Testament said apart from Jesus. Not what other people say apart from Jesus. What did Jesus say? And then, how must then I live? Again, I encourage you. um, People asked for it, so I brought it back. And I updated it, what we put out last year for Lent. I'd encourage you. If you didn't do it last year, I did it last year, and I'm doing it again this year, that you go... Um, to our web page, and that's just stjoesbol.org, stjoesbol.org. And as soon as you get to the web page, this is on my phone, but I'll also be on the thing. It says, and Ash Wednesday Mass Schedule, which I have to take off later on tonight. You go to the very next thing, either on the website or the, uh, uh, the website on your mobile phone. Then right underneath it, it says, Getting to Know Jesus, Gospel Journal Sheet, Lent 2024. Click here, and it's underlined. Click here. Someone said they couldn't find it. As soon as you get onto the website, it's right there. Click there. Click, and then it's going to take you to a PDF, and the PDF There's two pages, and you can print it out at home or put it on your phone. And it goes every day, getting to know Jesus, gospel readings for Lent 2024. And then there's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You get to read two chapters every single day 
of Lent. And you'll finish by um, Holy Thursday. Holy Thursday will be your last day where you have to read, okay? And then you have a journal, and you call the journal Getting to Know Jesus Journal, okay? And so, and then it says you have to hear his voice. And it says, remember, the whole point of praying through the four Gospels this Lent is to get to know more intimately the person of Jesus. So before you begin each day, pray to the Holy Spirit and ask him to reveal to you Jesus in each chapter. Get a blank journal and title it, Getting to Know Jesus. Every day, seek, read the chapters of the Gospels. Seek to know the person of Jesus more. Focus on Jesus for now, not the other people except on Jesus and how Jesus deals with them. Write down your insights. Some questions you can ask yourself as you read. What does Jesus do? Why? What does Jesus say? What is the mind, what is in the mind of Jesus? How did Jesus live? What is Jesus trying to teach me? Add other questions that will help you to get to know who Jesus is. Try to focus on one characteristics, characteristic of Jesus in each chapter. It doesn't have to be chapter, but two chapters you read every day. End each reflection with a prayer asking Jesus to let you know him more and to become more like him. And so, like I told the people last night at uh, Ash Wednesday Mass, is whatever you're doing for Lent, if it's not going to make you more like Jesus, don't do it. Because the whole point of Lent and the whole point of the Christian life is that you and I can say with Galatians 2, 19 and 20, as you heard me say a million times, I have been crucified with Christ, so the life I live now is no longer mine. Uh, Jesus Christ lives inside of me. Huh? So what does that mean? it's easy to preach it. It's not easy to live it. I get it. I know it. I try to live it. And so like someone, we just had this retreat. And one of the questions last weekend on the retreat was, uh, do you, do you take your own, do you always live your own advice, father? I didn't have a chance to read it. I saw it afterwards, but I was like, uh, I try, but I don't always, huh? I always try to tell people how to not get angry and then I uh, get triggered and I get angry. It's the humanity of all of us. I think that the biggest thing is do we get up and say, okay, God, do, uh, am I doing what you want? You know, it's always back and forth. What do you want me to do? Anyway, so we come back to this uh, reality of uh, what Jesus is telling us. So I says, so we're supposed to die to ourselves that Jesus can live more inside of us. Huh? So whatever we're doing, it's to help us die which we're going to get into in this, in this gospel verse today, uh, so that I can truly be his disciples, his disciple. Now, he doesn't say, have it your way, go for the gusto and have me just bless your life. This is what he talks about discipleship today. And I think all of us need to get back to basics. We need to get back to what Jesus tells us and then try to live it. Because we're making a mess. The whole world is making a mess. People are dying every day. Let's get back to what Jesus says. We need to die to ourselves, huh? So let's go back here. So Luke chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus, the God of the universe, comes and says, if anyone wants to follow me, that means if you want to be a disciple, if you truly want to be a Christian, 
And this is what we're talking about, basic what it is to be a follower of Jesus. Again, it's not enough to get baptized. I'm a follower of Jesus. I was baptized. I was confirmed. I was uh, first communion. That doesn't make you a disciple of Jesus. You can be an atheist and do all that stuff. Jesus is telling us what it means to make all that stuff we did sacramentally real. Huh? This is what it means. I was just listening to something that, uh, uh, and they were talking about uh, when this guy was in an evangelical seminary, he was told he had a, uh, don't ever go to do a homily without ever reading this theologian. He was a fantastic theologian. And that fantastic theologian was the theologian of Adolf Hitler. And he gave all the reasons why in Christianity we could kill Jews. Now you do realize Whenever we do anything like that, we're far, 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 far from God. Far from God. Again, in the Old Testament, you can find things where God says, go in and kill them all. You can't find that in the New Testament. Why? Because Jesus died for everybody, and he put a whole new reality. It's the same God, the God of justice. There's still a God of justice, but mercy the mercy of Jesus dying on the cross paid the justice of God. So we're not instruments of justice. We need to be the instruments of mercy the way Jesus was. So he says, no one can be my follower. No one can be a Christian. No one can be my disciple unless he first denies his very self. Second, picks up his cross. Third, follows in my footsteps. So let's go through each of those. First, You and I cannot follow Jesus unless we deny ourselves. Now, denying ourselves, I'll never forget when I was in seminary, when I went up to go to Christ the King Seminary, the place I got thrown out of eventually. (laughs) There was a sister there, which I've told the story before, named, which I just went blank. She was my spiritual director forever. That's really nice. I'll remember it as I move on. But it was, I was going up there to look at seminary, and uh, she sat there and says, when Jesus asks you to deny yourself, he's asking you to deny your thoughts. And then he says, she said, I want you to think about what you think about first thing in the morning because what you start your day with is how you'll end your day. So, If you think when you wake up in the morning, if the first thing you think about is, I got to go to the bathroom, excuse me for being crass, or I got to, all the stuff I got to do today or all this stuff, then it's on you and your needs and one's desires, da, 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 and you will live your day in that and you'll continue your day uh, thinking of all the things you want. But when you wake up in the morning is the first thing you think of God, Jesus, to deny yourself and your wants, your desires, your needs, And to think about God and his wants and his desires and his needs for you, which will give you life today and peace today. And then I remember sitting there, Joan Wagner was her name, Sister Joan Wagner, there you go. And then I remember sitting there thinking, well, I don't think about Jesus first thing in the morning. And I thought, if that's what it is, Jesus, I'm not doing real well with this. So I ask you, Jesus, to help me to start off with you every day. And that's when it began way back then. No Bible, no breakfast, no Bible, no bed. I didn't have that verse, and I borrowed that from a Protestant 
30, 40 years ago. But it did come that if I wanted to start my day thinking of God, I had to go into his word. Hmm. And again, so like this morning, and it keeps coming back to this for me, and I don't know why, and I've been talking to him about it today, and um, it's an important reality for me that he might, he might say this verse to me more than almost any other verse he says to me, but it's in uh, Romans chapter 16, verse 19 and 20. And everyone has heard about your obedience, huh? So I rejoice because of you, says St. Paul. But I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. So, before I listened to anybody, before I did anything, before uh, anything else, I started by listening to God so I could think about God, so I could think about his will. So to do that, I have to deny myself, deny my thoughts, deny me wanting to start this day in me so I can start this day in Jesus and his will. And so that's part of the reason why I start off with um, scriptures every day so I can learn to deny myself first thing when I wake up huh so there's many other ways you know like Teresa Lisieux the little flower used to have sacrifice beads and she were it was like on a rosary 10 beads on a rosary but if you've ever seen sacrifice beads they move down so there was 10 beads on there and so every day the little flower would endeavor to do 10 acts of self-sacrifice. And every time she did one, she moved down a bead. So when Jesus says, deny your very self, she would try to deny herself 10 times a day. And every time she did, she would move a bead. So instead of eating what she wanted, she would eat something else, move a bead. Um, Instead of sitting down, um, she might kneel, move a bead. She might go out of her way to... uh, do someone else's uh, cleaning of the floor, move the bead, you know, uh, go out of her way. The woman, the other sister who she didn't care for, but she treated with great kindness and love and respect, which, boy, I need to learn that one. She would move the bead. So she would take seriously what Jesus says when he says, uh, no one can be my follower unless you deny yourself. So to make little sacrifices every day for the love of God and for the love of others, to think about God and think about the way he sees things instead of the way I see things. And that's a very difficult one for me because, again, um, like I always say, I like to, I always talk about the theme song of everybody in hell as I did it my way, and that's my go-to stance. That's why I always pick on it so much because that's me I like things my way and yet God says Larry I want it to be you need to let it be my way not mine but God's way I say yes God yes God every time I pray yes God you're right not me get over I have to get over myself and then I end up in my uh, status quo so again when I'm talking to you about this I am in no way saying that I am living this perfectly I am trying but I'm not, uh, period, and I need to, period, and it needs to do that more, period, and I need to do more sacrifices, period, um, 
So I'm just offering it to you that we look at all this stuff together to make sure we're all on the same page of what Jesus says. So the first thing is we have to deny our very self. The second thing is we need to pick up our cross. How often? Every day. It says pick up your cross. Let me just double check that, but I'm sure it is. It says um, (laughs) you must... Take up your cross. Take up his cross daily. So every day. Now, let's look at the cross. Now, too often, I don't know how the theology developed, but our crosses, we, oh, I have my little crosses in my life. I have a pain in the back. I can't walk right. I'm not sleeping well. And we make those things that are happening to us our crosses. But that isn't what the cross is about. Look. The cross for Jesus was he gave up his life for us. So the cross is always about other people. So when he tells us to pick up our cross, he's telling us to live our life for the salvation of others. Huh? Um, so, like, remember the old thing of uh, your parents, if you're older, would tell you when things happen to you, offer it up. You know, and it became almost comical. Offer it up, offer it up, offer it up, offer it up, offer it up uh, for the poor souls or whatever. But it's a true thing that when you and I have any kind of suffering, we don't just say, oh, I got my cross, my, my back hurts today. We say, Lord, this pain in my back, I offer it up for the salvation of somebody else. Now that becomes a cross, a true cross that we pick up every day that we go out of our way for the salvation of others. huh? Again, the person that called me today and started with me, I did not go out of my way for his salvation. I let him have it because he let me have it. Uh, and again, that was not of God. I was, well, I won't say, I was, I was wrong the way I dealt with him. I'm not going to say I was wrong. And he needed a, yeah. But anyway, no, I don't know. Anyway, so the reality is that um, I didn't live my life for him at that moment. I lived my life for me, hmm. which isn't a good thing to reflect on. But again, it, 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 it goes back to how we go back into our doing it our way mode instead of doing it God's way, to pick up our cross for other people, to do everything we do for the salvation of others. And then we are saved, of course, by doing things for them. But So when you look at the cross and you're figuring about your cross, is your cross for others? Whatever little crosses you have, yes. But also, are you doing things in your life for the salvation of others? So when people are going crazy in America about we got to take care of ourselves, take care of me, 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 get it my, 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 my way, we know that's not of God because that's not the way God is. God has the mind of God in Philippians 2, though he was in the form of God. Jesus did not deem equality of God something to be grasped at. Rather, he emptied himself and took the form of a slave. Right before that, it says your attitude must be that of Christ. You must think of others as more important than you. So, is that the way I'm living my life? Is that the cross I'm picking up to think that other people are more important to me? refugees are they more important than me people that are not of this country are they more important than me the poor are they more important than me again that's what the scriptures say 
Again, to get the mind and the attitude of Christ. This is Philippians 2. Now, again, I know some of you are turning it right off. I know. I get it. I get it. I don't like to hear it either. But again, it's what the Lord keeps working on my heart for. And I know it's of him because it's his word. So again, this is Philippians chapter 2. It says, verse 3, Do nothing out of selfishness or vainglory. Rather, humbly regard others as more important than yourself. Each of you looking for others' interests rather than your own. Your attitude must be that of Christ. So, when he's telling me to pick up my cross, I'm living my life for others. It isn't just about what God is doing for me. I'm giving my life away every day with Jesus to save other people. Again, is this the Christianity I follow, the Christianity that's from Christ himself? Or have I listened to the people that on TV and all these things that make Christianity something we want to run from. The Christianity that's on too many uh, websites, on too many Facebook posts, is a Christianity I want nothing to do with. That's a Christianity without Christ. It doesn't think about others as more important than them. It thinks we're the most important things. And we are in God's eyes, but so are they. So, do I pick up my cross daily for the salvation of others the way Jesus did? And then it says, deny yourself, pick up your cross daily, and then what? Follow in my footsteps. So, that means that our life has to look like the life of Jesus. huh? So, a guy a couple uh, last year when I talked about tattoos and it's still on there. It drives me crazy. It gets some of the most uh, um, comments ever. And uh, it's just, and they're all rude comments, you know. So, and they sit there and they talk about the reality of, would Jesus get a tattoo? It's, it's just that simple, Father. Would Jesus get a tattoo? And if he wouldn't get a tattoo, then neither should you. And in some ways, he's correct. But I think Jesus might get a tattoo, it said, Father. I have in my... Uh, we just had the retreat weekend this weekend, and in the, the youth hall, I have four pictures of Jesus, and Jesus is, uh, I found them what, almost 20 or 15, 20 years ago. They're Jesus, big muscular, and one he's in a fight with the, uh, in the, uh, he's in a boxing ring, and another one, he's standing there, and he has blue jeans on and a t-shirt, I get it, but he pulls up the back, white t-shirt, and on there is a tattoo that says, Father. I always love that, you know, that he has a tattoo of his father. Now, again, people are going, ah, don't, ah, no, no. I'm making my point that this guy said, would Jesus, would Jesus get a tattoo? If he wouldn't, you shouldn't. And I says, well, Jesus wouldn't, uh, he never lived in a house. He always lived in other people's houses. Do you? Jesus was a, a celibate virgin. Are you? I mean, again, we're going to follow the thing. You have to live a life the way Jesus did. So if we're going to take this to the other thing, Jesus gave away all his money. The early church gave away all the money. Do you? And then, so again, then people go, okay, I hate you. 
When it talks about following Jesus, we need to live the life that Jesus lived. Now, each of us are going to do that differently. But what must be the main common denominator for all of us who are following Jesus is Jesus was incarnate love. God is love. The incarnation of God is Jesus. So he's love incarnate. So when we follow in the footsteps of Jesus, we are following in the footsteps of what does it mean to be incarnate love because God lives inside of me. So I'm living my life for others. I'm living my life thinking others are more important to me. I have the mind of God. Whenever I'm going to vote, whatever I'm going to do, anything for my family, is this the way of love, the way Jesus would do it? Hmm? And that's the point of doing all this stuff and reading all these things uh, to get the mind of Christ, to get to know the characteristic of Christ. Because again, the one thing everybody asks all of us, and again, I fail at this. I failed at it today. Sir or ma'am, I would like to see Jesus. And I promise you, the guy didn't have to see Jesus today when I was yelling at him on the phone. He didn't hear Jesus either complete failure today so boom isn't that good but we got to know that even when we fail that okay it's easy to sit there and say okay I'm going to give up I'm tired I can't do it I can't I've proven it again and again but Jesus can within me so we need to repent get up and again show people Jesus again think about it everyone asks you the same question Sir or ma'am, I would like to see Jesus. And if we're denying ourselves, picking up our cross every day and following Jesus, they will see Jesus. If we're following Jesus in our own way instead of his way, they won't see Jesus, they'll see me. And so today, that man saw me. He didn't see Jesus. Do you have anything like that, that you might have done the same type thing? Or you may be, no, Father, every time people look at me, they always see Jesus. God bless you. I got some work to do. So please pray for me, and I'll pray for you. Together, we will become true disciples of Jesus, where we deny ourselves, pick up our cross every day, and follow in his steps, and we become and live like him. Got it? Get it? Gonna do it. May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen. I don't even get to see my shrink today because I got to get out of the road, get on the road. So anyway, I'll work out. Okay, let's go and ask some questions or answer your questions here, if we shall. Hi, Harry. Hope uh, France is beautiful today. Um, hello, Tony. Uh, Lent in French is. Carry me. I've had. I've learned that one. So very good. I can't even say it when I've been to France uh, a couple times, and I don't. I always go at Father Kaseki because he knows French and I don't, and I ask him to say, "You, you talk to him." Many greetings from Belgium. I haven't been to Belgium yet. That'd be great. I want to get over there someday. Uh, Tony, hi Father. Hi Steve. Uh, hi Father Larry. Hi Donna. It was nice seeing you in the, the office the other day, yesterday. Okay. Hi, everybody. Good afternoon. The lady is crazy. 
That lady is crazy. I know who you are. Susan, good afternoon. Ruth, hello from Tennessee. Hello, Father Larry. Hi, everyone from California. Hello, Angela. Um, there you go. No sound. Okay, now we got sound. There you go. Sorry, I got it. Thank you, Father. Enjoy the food in New Orleans. I'm going to hate the food in New Orleans. I've already looked at the... Because uh, we're going to a... The one thing everybody knows, if the, again, nobody pays attention, but I always, uh, on all my things that go out, it says, you know, about I'm a diabetic and everything else, and uh, it says the one thing, Father hates seafood. So, tomorrow's a Friday of Lent. So yesterday and Ash Wednesday, and I'm old enough, I still do it, but I don't have to fast any. I mean, fast anymore, because if once you reach 59, uh, first day of your age, once you turn 59, the fasting regulations no longer apply to you in the church. You can still do that, of course. You still have to abstain, but you don't have, so you can't eat meat, but you don't have to um, fast. Anyway, so yesterday, my favorite uh, food to eat on Fridays of Lent is, what do you think? Grilled cheese. I had grilled cheese again today. So grilled cheese, my favorite thing really is grilled cheese and tomato soup. Oh, the greatest thing ever. So, uh, or if I go somewhere, I'll have a cheese pizza or I'll have with mushrooms. I love cheese pizza with mushrooms or I'll have pasta. So uh, they're sending tomorrow night, uh, not caring at all about what I like or what I don't like. We're going to a seafood restaurant. So I sat there and I brought up that seafood restaurant yesterday uh, online to see what I would eat there. And there's really absolutely nothing on that menu. There's a salad. I'll have to get a Caesar salad. Uh, hopefully there's no, uh, they don't use the real anchovies. Yeah. But anyway, um, there's also fried catfish. And usually I can eat fried haddock and that. I don't know if I've ever had fried catfish but i always say you can you can eat anything fried you put enough tartar sauce on it so that's probably what i'm going to get so but when it comes to uh, again deny your very self you, you get it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, the status quo kills me i gotta get out of it so anyway yes i'm gonna not gonna like the new orleans food i've been down in new orleans but i never eat the fish i just don't like it there's something about it i don't get it anyway um in fact i once a couple couple uh years ago I, you know, after the, when you're in Easter and you're on the resurrection and Jesus picks up fish and he eats it after he's resurrected. So it shows Jesus still ate at, and we will too, as Jesus did, so will we. And I said, if that's all there is in heaven, fish, I'm not going, I'm just not going. We better have more stuff than just fish in heaven. Okay. Printing my journal off. Very good. Um, praying for the truth of the mother of the church immaculate and mediatrics and all the graces be declared as dogma as soon as possible. Pray for God's will. Period. Pray for God's will. You never tell God what to do. You say, if this is your will, then let it be done. Because sometimes we're always pushing our little things instead of pushing what God wants. If God wants that to be, it will be done. Nothing will stop it. But pray for God's will in that regard. Okay, praise God. Paul went back to the church, as I mentioned this morning. Last time he was in a church was 50 years ago. He's now 81. He told me he came back from the Vietnam War, very disillusioned about life. I can imagine he would be. 
Well, God bless them. They came back. Hello, Margaret. Um, Ruth, that's awesome. Praise Jesus. Love. How can we live in the kingdom of God on earth? As we live in Jesus, Jesus is the kingdom. So uh, it was either St. Catherine of Siena uh, or um, St. Teresa Avila that says, all the way to heaven is heaven because Jesus said, I am the way. So as you've heard me say a million times, holiness is when God's will and our will become one. So if we're living in God's will, then we're living in perfect perfect will of God. Uh, then we're living in Jesus. Then we already live in heaven because Jesus is heaven. And in heaven is the place where we always do the will of God forever. So we get glimpses into that when we're perfectly doing God's will on earth. Okay? So, but we stay in Jesus, live in Jesus. We get glimpses of heaven, especially if you go in front of Jesus in the most blessed sacrament. Fantastic. We get to go to heaven every time we go to Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament because that's where Jesus is. Okay. Using Hollow 40-Day Challenge with Jonathan and Mark W. Very good. I have not yet looked at Hollow. Everybody uh, tells me about it. Uh, um, I'll have to look. I'm always, uh, when celebrities push things, I always get a little, uh, it's fantastic, but I always get a little uh, concerned because I don't, you know, we need to follow Jesus for Jesus, not for celebrities. That our desire got to be not to be like uh, even saint celebrities. It's called to be like Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So I haven't done it. I have to look at it anyway. One of my kids now is working for them and says, Father, you got to do it. Da, da, da. Okay. My, I don't know if it's free, though. They said it's a free thing for priests, a free trial. And I'm thinking, oh, if they charge for things, that's what always drives me the most crazy. We charge for things that have to do with God. Sister Joan, yes, Joan Wagner. The kingdom, of, and she's a diocese of Buffalo. She's up in the Buffalo Diocese. I don't know if she's still alive or not. She'd be pretty old. Uh, she was a fantastic lady, fantastic. She was a fantastic spiritual director, too. Okay, the kingdom of God is on earth because of the Holy Spirit in the world. Yes, Father, got it. Thank you. Here, late, rewinding. Happy Holy Lent, everybody. J. Corey, Safe Travels Father. Thanks, Father. What's the most requested Christian song in an insane asylum? Do you hear what I hear? <laughs> That's, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. There you go. <laughs> and I'll tell you. Hello, Father Larry from Orlando, Florida. I'm going to be coming out there in two weeks. Three weeks, St. Holy Family, 6.30 to 8.30 every night. Uh, Holy Family, uh, I'll be out there. So if you're out in the area, uh, not this coming week, but it'll be my first uh, Lenten uh, parish mission. And it's going to be very difficult because I'm going to be in Denver. And I, people watch me. I, I'm going to be at a men's conference in Denver. So I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to see anybody unless you come to the men's conference. And then two, I get back to Cleveland that night, 11.30, get a hotel, um, get up in the morning, come back to my parish, say Mass, celebrate the 20th anniversary of our Adoration Chapel, get back in the car, drive up to Cleveland, same hotel, uh, and then leave the next morning for Orlando for the parish mission. So I'm going to be kind of exhausted by the time I get there, so pray for me. And if you're in that area, come on down. Holy Family Church right by, Holy Family is right by um, Disney, Disney, uh, Disney World and also Universal 
Uh, it's also by the Queen of the World uh, Shrine down there, which came from Holy Family Parish. I was there about oh, 15 years ago, and I'll be back there. And again, it'll be two hours every night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 6.30 to 8.30. So uh, maybe I'll get to see you there. If, if, you're, if you're there, please come up and say hello to me. It'd be fantastic. Okay. Do, 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 do. Hi, Father Bert. Big fan, Father. Never be a fan. Be a friend. Never a fan. Because uh, if you're a fan, then uh, I can't tell you how many people put me on a pedestal and then uh, they find out how human I am. Then I become the worst thing ever was. Be a friend. But I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bert. Can you give me your insight on the parable of the gold coin? Um which I don't know which parable because there's a lot to deal with the coin. Is it the coin in the mouth that the fish find or the two coins or is it the, the uh, parable of the lost coin? Um, so just uh, write on there exactly what parable in the scripture verse and I'll be able to look it up here. Okay, I always knew you were a good man giving <laughs> grilled cheese, tomato soup. Oh, yeah. Uh, haddock is good. You got it. Do you dip your grilled cheese in the penis soup? I don't. I don't like that thing, but a lot of people do. Uh, pierogies and fish. Eee. Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. Hi, Cynthia. Uh, your will, not mine, is what I say after my request. Very good. Had a bizarre experience at ex- reconciliation. Two minutes in, the priest stopped me, gave me absolution, and asked, for an, and asked for my act of contrition. I wasn't finished. I told him that I wasn't finished, and he said... Invite me to your house and we'll talk. What? Yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, all of us priests are weird. Haven't you figured it out yet? Every one of us. If we're not weird, there's something going on. We're weird. Uh, But that's weirder. Uh, Well, that's weird. So, hello from Ridgeway. There you go, Ridgeway, our diocese. Invite me to your house and that's just kind of weird. I don't know. Okay. Do, 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 do. Be in the world, not of this world. You got it. Santina, Bruce, Ruth, good to see you. Hey, Santana. Can't get enough of Father Larry. Get enough. Thank you, Father, for caring for souls and getting to us straight. Thank you. I'm going the 40-day challenge in Hollow 2. I think the celebrities might draw some in, and then it's our Lord who keeps us. You're completely right. I stand corrected. Um. God willing, I will see you at Holy Family as my home parish. We're looking forward to seeing you. Very good. I know that uh, they tore the rectory down, so uh, I'm going to be staying at a hotel somewhere. There's plenty in the area, so I don't think that's going to be a problem. So let's go back here. There you go, Matthew. So Matthew 25, 14 to 30 from Bert. Matthew 25. Matthew 25, 14 to 30. Oh, okay, the parable of the talents. In here, every one of these in Matthew 25 is talking about the final judgment. And so here in the parable of the talents, God gives to each person gifts or money. And then he realized, first of all, it's all his money. Second of all, he gives it to the people. 
third of all, they need to produce fruit for others with the money and then give it back to him. So the first one takes his 10 coins and he doubles it and gives it back to the man. He says, well done, good and faithful servant. The next guy takes his five coins or whatever it is and says, here, you gave me five coins. Here's another five coins I've earned for you. And he gives it back to him. Well done, good and faithful servant. The other one says, you gave me one coin and I know that you're a hard man. So I buried it. Here's your one coin back. And then uh, the king goes crazy and throws him out. Two things. One is that he wasted what was given to him because he could have given it to the bankers and it would have sat in there and it made interest. But he didn't even do that. He just buried it. So he didn't do anything good for others or himself or the king. And what all this means is like all of us, every one of us have been given gifts. And the gifts that God has given us we can waste on ourselves, or we can use them to build up God's kingdom. Now, the problem is when people think that their gifts are their gifts, instead of gifts given to them by God to build up his kingdom. So whatever, like, I, I, and I, 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 again, I do this with my own people, but uh, they still don't pay attention to me. You know, the people that I have in my parish are fantastic people. But a lot of them are so used to what I say to them. It goes in one ear and out the other, and they don't do anything I tell them. Some are always right on top of it, but others are like, they just go into la-la land. So forever and ever and ever before Christmas, as we talked about, I says, every one of you, gay, God has given a talent. So for Christmas, give him that talent back and say you're going to use it to build up his kingdom. And uh, come Christmas Day, only about a third of my parish did it. And I preached on it every week during Advent. Um, so it's like the man that God gives him a talent and just gives it back. At the end of his life, okay, I didn't do anything with anything. So what it means is for all of us that all the talents God has given us, we need to use them for him, not for us. And that when we die, we're going to stand before him. And he's going to ask us, what did you do with the gifts I gave you? Well, I made lots of money for me. Did you give it to the poor? Nope, I only took care of me. I got a big house, a bigger house, a bigger boat, all these things. It was very fantastic. I had a great life. What you do for others? I didn't. Not going to be a good day. So what do we do with the gifts we have? We got to build up the kingdom. So hopefully that helps you, Jerry. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Do you have a 40-day challenge for Lent this year? Yeah, it's the same one from last year. Again, it's what I just showed you. You go on there, and it's uh, spending, reading two chapters a day. I have it updated, so it's all on there. Just go to stjoesbol.org, stjoesbol.org, and as soon as you get there, underneath the thing that says Ash Wednesday Mass, it says the uh, Lent 24, 2024, click here, and you'll get that. It's the same thing as last year, but we just updated it. Some people never did it last year. They've been asking for it, so I just went and updated it with the dates. Okay, I probably should post a video about the gold coin I was given. Story is too long for a comment section. I'll bet you, Harry. Good job. Okay, so we're going to get out of here a little early today, if you don't mind, so I can get on the road a little earlier. Because um, um, it's... Uh, Raining outside, supposed to be snowing, raining snow, who knows. But I got a two-hour drive to Pittsburgh. So, uh, again, please pray for me. Pray for the people I'll be speaking to. Um, 
next week, uh, God willing, we'll come back together. Um, and then uh, know that I'll be praying for you. And on Saturday morning when I have my private Mass, I'll remember you and your intentions in that Mass. Please pray for me. Know that I love you and that I'm praying for you. And we'll see you again, God willing, next week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless, keep, and protect you. He who is Father and Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you.